fear. It creeps into our minds and poisons our thoughts against us. We may close our eyes to the horrors of the world, but fear is inescapable. Like a malevolent spirit, it follows us and weighs on our shoulders, wearing us down bit by bit until we're crushed beneath it. But we have a choice. We always have a choice. We can decide how we endure. Do we let it swallow us? Do we turn away? Or do we reach out our hands into the darkness and say, I'm afraid, but I want to understand. Don't make me regret this. Ah. Uh, Quinn. You're... a shade. I... I am, yes. Uh, how long have you been one? Sorry, if that's too... invasive. Five years. You're recording right now? I haven't turned it off yet. But I won't air anything you don't want people to hear. Huh. You may as well keep it on. The news isn't going to treat tonight kindly. Life's too short to get it all right. First time around, you better not fuck up. Wanna be born again? I want a second chance. Cause this time around, Quinn's usually pale skin now appeared a solid grey, marred with black veins that gathered into solid obsidian over both his hands. His eyes looked sunken. Without his makeup and gloves, it was like I was talking to a corpse. But it was still Quinn, and the bright eyes looking back at me were still very much alive. As we stared at one another in silence, a few things fell into place about Quinn's harsh opinions and uncertainty speaking with me before, about Stick sensing him, following him across the city on a whim. Quinn was a shade, and I was being trusted. I saw something. Uh, there was this group of people. I, I think they were people, at least. They looked like monsters. And... They were attacking someone. Just some guy. The way he was screaming, I think he might be... We don't have to talk about that now. Can you get out of your shirt? I think you're bleeding. I think so. Let me help you. I'm sure it's not that bad. That, that's quite a scar. Don't mind that. It's years old. Tonight I just... I fell through a window. It's only cuts and bruises. You fell through a window? <sighs> that sounds worse than I meant it to. Look, I, I appreciate the help. I really do. But you don't need me bothering you. I can take care of myself. You can barely sit upright. This isn't up for debate. Okay. Okay, fine. 
Can I get you anything else? <laughs> I'd kill for a cigarette. <laughs> I'm not without my vices. Here, help yourself. Thanks. You've hidden yourself all this time. Does anyone else know? Styx was the first. He startled me with his ability to detect other shades. I'd gone five years without speaking a word of it. Huh. I had to take a new job, and I rarely speak with anyone but a few colleagues these days. It's easy not to draw attention to myself. How do you... If this is too much, tell me to stop. How do you pass so well? Makeup. For the face. Hmm. Takes me two hours each day to make everything look right. I haven't been able to do it any faster. Sticks. How long have you been friends? Uh, years. I stumbled into his life, too. And he's never been able to shake me. You'll see. I stick around like a bad smell. You seem very kind, Sebastian. If you're talking about the fact I didn't freak out on you, that's not kind. It's like minimal decency. Besides, I actually think you're pretty beautiful. Your transformations, I mean. Hmm. I guess. I'm trying to say I wish you didn't have to hide. <laughs> Is there any chance I can use your phone? Of course. Thanks. Angelo, it's Sebastian. I'm using a friend's phone. Uh, I'm sure you know what's going on in the city by now. I'm okay. <laughs> but I have some bad news. Welcome back to Ecker City News. I'm Alex Kelly. An update on last night's shocking events. Police have confirmed that these attacks were coordinated, carried out by multiple groups of shades. The citywide emergency lockdown has now been lifted, but the ECBD have warned citizens to refrain from traveling alone until more is known about the assailants. A spokesperson from Mercy Hospital has confirmed that the victims are being quarantined from visitors and other patients. Three people are in critical condition, including Jacob Atkins, nephew of Governor Robert Atkins. Jacob was attacked on campus at Ecker City University, where he's been studying. Governor Atkins has provided a statement on the attacks. The events of last night are a tragedy for Ecker City and for America. As you know, I've been an advocate for the protection of shades for many years. However, it's important that I also advocate for the safety of not just my family, but all the people of my home state. In the coming days, the Ecuador City Council will be working in close proximity with the ECPD to bring the assailants to justice and to understand their motives. This would be an easier task if we had already passed legislation to register shades across America. 
It is something we must consider as we look beyond these scenes of brutality that have shaken our streets. Governor Atkins has been well known in the past for his opposition to the federal government's proposed shade registration program. The Shade Registration Program. On the surface, it aims to provide support and much-needed research into people touched by the veil. But at its very core, the proposed bill is a deadly web of privacy violations intended to flush shades out of hiding, force them out into the open, where they already face hatred every day. Those who support it say we're all registered in one way or another throughout our lives. Birth certificates, employment, driving licenses, but to understand the issue with this proposition, you have to look at what the SRP actually entails. This isn't just about a checkbox on a form. The government wants to regulate the activities of shades. They want to force them to reveal themselves to employers, to family, to the authorities, wherever they go. The SRP proposes that shades can be inherently dangerous to other people enough that they need to be publicly catalogued in even more detail than alpha super soldiers. This is about so much more than registration. In the wake of the attacks on Ecor City, I've been trying to find out more, trying for a statement from anyone who might give it, on the victims, on what I saw, on the veil anomaly in Nightfall. Augur have been far from forthcoming, but I'm not going to give up until somebody speaks to me. In the meantime, I reached out to Shadow of Echor to see what he could turn up. With what has come to light concerning the case of Charles Delaney, what if these attacks were organized by the very people who want to pass these shade-phobic laws? Think about it. What better way to turn the public to your side than to orchestrate a terrifying event and claim it was the work of shades, of those you wish to paint in a bad light? No public details have been released regarding the Vale Anomaly in the Nightfall District. Whatever Augur were tracking that night, they're keeping it under wraps. However, the attacks weren't limited to that area. There were seven admissions that night to the ward at Mercy Hospital that deals with Vale quarantine cases. Details are limited, but it appears all of the cases are serious besides one. An Augur logistics manager. Her name is Claire Oswell. She's already been discharged. Hi, this is Claire Oswell. I'm not available to talk right now, but please leave me a message. Hi, Claire. My name is Sebastian Fenn. I'm a reporter. I know this is a difficult time, but if there's any chance you'd be willing to speak about what happened when you were attacked, I'd really appreciate it. I'm just trying to get the truth out there. Thank you. <sighs> Why don't you go upstairs to my place and get some rest, Jay? You've done so much. It's fine. I'm gonna help Spencer finish up in the kitchen and then go to Celia's. Oh, okay. Will you be alright if I do that? Of course! Lots to do here still! Best if I distract myself with it. If you're sure. You know where I'll be if you need anything. Who's Celia? His girlfriend. Oh, I see. Spence, weren't you gonna do the dishes? I'm getting to it. I need to talk to you 
The uh, the close sign is still up. I don't know if you were planning to open up or not, but I'll try and help however I can, if you like. Whatever you need. Thank you. I'm gonna open up the shop. I think we need a slice of normality. Seb! Oh, thank God. I am so, so sorry I didn't make it to work last night. Just shut up and hug me. <clears throat> Careful. I'm delicate. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You look like hell. What happened? We tried calling so many times. Nothing serious. <laughs> I'm fine. I did lose my phone, though. You silly thing. Oh my god. Please tell me that's Angelo's dogs. It's Angelo's dogs. <laughs> oh, you come, cuties. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm happy to see you too. Who's my good boys? Don't tell your dad I lost you, okay? You lost the dogs? It's a very long story. I'll be glad to see them out of my damn coffee shop. You're such a dog hater. <laughs> They're all right, I guess. It's good to see you in one sort of one piece set. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's over. Speaking of, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. Maybe an impromptu staff meeting? I can take the dogs around the block. They've been cooped up in here all night. Good thinking. Thanks, Cam. Thanks. Come on, boys. One of our regulars has been in the hospital recently. Not because of last night, but they've been quarantined for veil sickness. They came in contact with a shade. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it could be bad. <clears throat> Spencer told me you revealed that your friend Styx is a shade. He is, yeah. What of it? After last night, I think it's safe to say shades are dangerous. We shouldn't be around them. <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, most violent assaults are committed by cis guys. You don't see me saying that you're not safe to be around. How is that the same? Look, Sebastian, for all we know, Sticks could have been one of them out there killing people in the streets. <laughs> How could we know? And before you argue with me, he's definitely got the attitude for it. I would not be surprised to hear that man had killed someone. Are you serious right now? We've been... Um... We've been talking about whether there's a solution. We're gonna have to figure out what the hell we're gonna do about this. This is a joke, right? Do we talk to this guy? Do we call the police? <laughs> because as assistant manager, I can't sit by and let that monster in our shop. <gasps> How dare you? You can't blame every shade for what happened last night. Everyone knows they're dangerous. We already knew that. <laughs> If that's your opinion, I can't work with you. North, wait. Oh, you're a piece of work, Spencer. Why? You're talking about people. These are real people. My best friend. You think he's a monster? Maybe take a look in the mirror. What's the problem? We were all thinking it. What the hell, Spence? What? Pardon me for being brave enough to say it out loud. What an asshole! If I hear another word out of him, bad-mouthing sticks, I swear to God, I'm gonna commit a crime. If you're committing crimes, I think I've already done that one with you. Spencer just called sticks a monster. I can't believe him. He knows sticks. He accused him of being involved, of hurting people. Not to mention, everyone's just accepting the idea that this was Shades, even though no one has any proof. They haven't even caught anyone yet. Hey, take a breath. You're okay. It's not okay. I, I thought Spencer was my friend. I trusted him. 
sorry. I shouldn't be taking this out on you. Thank you for looking out for the dogs. I need to get them back to Angelo somehow. I can't get hold of him. Oh, if you've lost your phone, you probably haven't seen this. Haven't seen what? Angelo has been making some bold statements online. Here, see for yourself. If shades are truly innocent, then why do they reject registration? What do they have to hide? We need to keep ourselves safe against threats and support our government in passing the Registration Act? What the hell? <laughs> to think I was almost worried about him. Unbelievable. I know. Just when I started thinking he wasn't so bad, too. You have one new message. This is a message for Sebastian Fenn. It's Sally Durst at the Augur Biotechnologies Department. I wanted to let you know that we have received your voicemail and your emails. Dr. Volta is out of town on a business trip right now, but he will respond to your inquiries as soon as possible. Angelo's public statements are the only place I've heard from him at all. I've tried his office, his personal phone. I've been trying to get in touch to hand Apollo and Zeus back over, but nothing. I might not know him very well, but I know he wouldn't just abandon these dogs with me. Augur's official stance is in support of the registration program, but this rhetoric, it doesn't feel right from him. Not from Angelo. Then again, like Spencer, I guess you never know who's harboring hatred. The unsettling thing about all of this, the thing that many find it easy to forget, is that shades are just ordinary people. It's exactly the reason I believe there has to be something else going on here. I know what I saw, and I can't accept the narrative. The news is lying. Everyone is lying. I just don't know why. What we do know is that there have been no claims of responsibility for what happened. No demands from whoever is behind it, and no trace of the assailants. No official word of a veil rift or any other anomaly that could be to blame for strange behavior, either. It isn't right. Hello? Hi, Sebastian Fenn. This is Claire Oswell. You left me a message wanting to discuss what happened to me on the night of the shade attack. Oh. Oh, I did. Thank you so much for calling me back. I wasn't expecting to hear from you at all. That's okay. I wasn't sure I wanted to talk about it, but seeing what so many are going through right now, it's only fair I share my side of the story. Okay, so... Tell me about yourself. I saw you work for Augur? I do. I'm in logistics managing the transportation of various goods. What kind of goods? My department specifically deals with hazardous materials and compounds used in medical laboratories. Okay. From what I understand, you were discharged from the hospital the same night you were attacked? I was. It was frightening, but I was relatively unharmed, at least compared to the others. I won't ever forget it, though. Unharmed? Did the assailants not try to hurt you? They did. I had just parked outside my apartment block in nightfall when suddenly they had it surrounded. These terrifying silhouettes in the dark. I knew I was in trouble right away. 
I tried to start the engine, but they smashed a window. You only saw silhouettes? So you didn't actually see them very well? The news is saying they were all shades. Are you able to verify that? Or is there a chance they could have been, I don't know, something else? I don't know. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, can I ask how you got away? Were you just lucky, or...? Someone came to my rescue. The attackers had dragged me from the car and thrown me to the ground when I saw this guy appear and pulled him off me. Do you have any idea who he was? I didn't see his face. I just ran. Ah, oh, I wish I could have thanked him. Did the attackers say anything to you? They knew my name. What? You think you were targeted on purpose? I don't know. But why else would they know who I was? Claire, are you sure you're safe? I... Oh, God. Have you noticed anything strange since, or maybe before? Any reason you might have been targeted? What if they try it again? I'm so sorry. I know this can't be easy. I'm not sure I can do this right now. We can continue this another time if that would be better for you. Yes. Sorry. Of course. Thanks for talking to me, Claire. Call me again when you feel up to it, and take care of yourself. If Claire Roswell was a target, then surely all the victims were. But what does the logistics manager at Augur have to do with the governor's nephew, or the guy I saw get attacked? Shadow wasn't able to retrieve all the victims' names yet, but I'm trying and failing to make connections between the ones I know of. I feel like I'm going out of my mind here. What could a group of thugs want with all these people? Who organized them, and if they are shades, if that's really what I saw, why shades? I'm drawing a complete blank on this one. I need to look at the bigger picture, see if there's any further connections to be made, if this is more than it appears to be on the surface. <sighs> Shh, shh, good boys. Sit. No one can know you're here, so I need you to pretend you don't exist for a minute, okay? Just a minute! Good boys. Hi, Mr. Bidet. Sebastian, someone reported strange scratching from the floor earlier today. Do you have a dog in there? A dog? No, no, definitely not. This place is strictly no pets, right? That's right. And Mrs. Bennett at number 18 has allergies. So if someone does have a dog here... If I see someone with a dog, I will let you know. Is that all you wanted? I actually came to ask about your new car. I... my car? If you're going to keep a car in your space, you need to give the plate number to the front office so they can keep it on record. You wouldn't want such a nice vehicle towed. Right. Of course. I'll make sure I do that. Great. Today, please, that would be best. I'll be sure to do that. Bye, Mr. Madey. Oh, that was close. Who's my good boys? You were perfect. I need to check the parking lot. I don't own a car. Damn, elevator's still out. <laughs> Hasn't worked since the blackout. 
Here we go. No shit. That's Angelo's car. His car is still in my lot. Why the hell would he leave his car in nightfall and go on a business trip? I knew something was up. He sends me off to do something for him and then he doesn't answer my calls for weeks? Shit. Where the hell is Angelo Volta? You have one new message. Hello, Sebastian. It's Sally Durst from Agra Biotech, returning your call once again. I'm afraid that Dr. Volta is still out of town at the moment. If your inquiry is urgent, I can arrange a time for you to speak to Dr. Lamb. Otherwise, I can let him know you called when he gets back. Thank you. Welcome to Augur Headquarters. If you are a visitor, please proceed to reception for an access pass. We hope you have a pleasant day. <laughs> I doubt it. Hi. Good morning. What can I do for you? I'm looking for Volta. It's really important I speak with him. Do you have an appointment? <laughs> do I look like I have an appointment? I can't get hold of him, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Okay, one moment. Hi, Sally. Is Dr. Volta available? Tell him it's Sebastian, and if he keeps ignoring my calls, I'm going to punch him. Yes, okay, I understand. Uh, thanks, Sally. Dr. Volta isn't in the office today, I'm afraid. <sighs> Where is he, then? I'm sorry, I can't just give out personal information like that. <sighs> is there anything you can do? I need to talk to him. It's literally urgent. What was your name again, please? Sebastian. Ben! Leah! Hi. Maybe you can help me. The coffee? Ugh, it's terrible. It's the only complaint I have about working here. If Augur had it their way, they'd have bought a night shift by now. The owner won't budge. She's too proud of being independent. Good thing, too. Or I'd have to quit. I would not be complaining to have your coffee served on our doorstep. <laughs> I would. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you would. Can I ask you something I'm not sure you'll be able to answer? Fire away. Have you seen or heard from Dr. Volter in the last couple of weeks? Now you mention it. Uh, no. I think he's away on business? Yeah, I heard that. Something isn't right. Have you seen the stuff he's been posting online about the SRP? I have. It's standard rhetoric for Augur execs, honestly. I don't think it's him posting it. Go on, then. What's your reasoning? For starters, the speech pattern isn't right, and that's not how he signs off his posts. You're a little obsessed with him, aren't you? What? <laughs> no, no. Maybe, but that's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> Don't stress about it. I hear he has that effect on everyone. I am not obsessed with him. It's like a mild crush, at most. Which I am trying my absolute hardest to ignore. <laughs> I've just been through two weeks of hell, and now I think someone is using his account to stir up hate without his knowing, and I don't like that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not him posting it. Dr. V hates being in the public eye. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He can't stand being the face of the company. I think if he had it his way, no one would even know his real name. You know what? I can see it. There is another thing. 
His car is still in my parking lot. It's been there for weeks. What's he doing at your apartment? I am looking after his dogs. I'm still looking after his dogs. I think something's happened to him. Oh. Oh, now you look worried. No, that's just, uh, um, a little unexpected. Don't make that face. You're making me think something is actually wrong. He never goes anywhere without those dogs. <laughs> See, I'm supposed to be the one with the delusional ideas. You're supposed to tell me I'm being paranoid and everything is fine. Yeah, no can do. Not this time. <sighs> well, shit. I'll see if anyone can tell me anything and let you know. Thank you. That's the first helpful thing anyone said to me all week. Wow, this coffee really is bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Hey, Frogface, you in here? Well, now you've got time for me, huh? Ignoring my calls all night, leaving me hanging when I bother myself with texting. Not my fault this time. Lost my phone. Good to see you again, Styx. Quinny, you almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> Apologies. Sebastian thought this was as good a time as ever to introduce us properly. This place. Pretty cool, right? He calls it a bookshop, but it's more like a lair. No one else can even see it. It's remarkable. Does all of this belong to you? Yeah, round and about. Am I okay to record this conversation, by the way? Uh, sure. What the hell have you brought into my shop? <laughs> what do you mean? I can feel it. Weird energy in the room. Went straight from you. Oh. From your bag. Uh, <laughs> it's something that I need to deliver. Feels dangerous. Let me look at it. Just don't worry about it, alright? I can't open it. Can't open it. Get off. What the hell you got into now? Get off. Idiot. Give that back. Not until I've seen what your stupid ass has oh. done. Oh, Jesus, Bastion. The energy on this thing is nauseating. How in the hell did you end up with something like this? It's a very long story. Don't you at least want to see what it is? I was given one instruction, and that was don't open it. Since when were you working for the feckin' postal service? For once, I'm actually trying to do what I've been asked. Is that such a big deal? It is when you're carrying a ticking arcane bomb like you think you're the paper boy. <sighs> Give it back. <sighs> so... Why exactly did you invite me? Right. You know something? You're the first shade I've ever met. As are you, for me. Aren't you interested in meeting another one? To be perfectly honest, I've just wanted to live my life and be done with it. Meeting other shades would probably mean getting involved in things that would keep me from doing so. Ah, but here's the thing, Quinny. If you weren't that interested, then you wouldn't be here. And if you ain't interested, then you know where to go. I can't stay for long, but go ahead. Excellent. Do you know how many years have gone by that I haven't met another shade? How old do you think I am? Um... Come on. I'm not going to be offended. Eighteen? Eighteen? I wish I was eighteen. I've looked like this for decades. Figured it was part of me. Black eyes, scales, never aging. Always knew it affected people different, but... Ah. You got any other fun little quirks? Uh, quirks? Powers and the like. All these books, all of them. And you know how much I found out about how this being a shade thing works? Big fat zilch. So how did it happen to you? In an alleyway. The veil, it... 
It was almost like a scene, ripping from reality, the darkness eating me up. It was instant? I... I don't remember all the details. I remember hearing someone screaming at me. I'd been changed and didn't know. It was the first time it felt like I'd ever been seen. It leaves an awful impression. Knowing the moment someone notices you is the same moment you've become a monster. Ever since, I've been trying everything in my power not to be seen again. And yet... It's exhilarating... Knowing that I exist. Existed. Sure is something in it. Hang on, turn that up. Alpha presence for the foreseeable future around the city streets, particularly in subway stations and inner city areas. There have now been two fatalities from Monday's tragic events. 41 year old Adam McConnell was pronounced dead at the scene of his assault near Starcrest Metro Station. The second casualty was Michael Allen, 54, a resident of Nightfall. Mr. Allen was attacked in the street during a blackout that swept the district, which police have been unable to verify as related. That must have been the guy that I saw. The one I was supposed to be meeting. Mr. Allen is survived by his wife. Our hearts go out to both of their families. Joining us once again is Vivian Godfrey, the inspired mind behind Echor's Don't Turn Away Foundation. Last time we spoke with Ms. Godfrey, she told us the Foundation would be soon turning its lens on shades. Vivian, how are you? I've been better, Arlo. Completely understandable, of course. These are difficult days. They are. Like all people, shades deserve to have their struggles seen. I was looking forward to extending the reach of our Foundation to their community. Following these attacks in Echor, it's evident there are more of these shades within the city than anyone could have imagined. It's easy to see why people are so afraid right now. They have every reason to be. We can ask people to be strong all we like, but we can't control how ordinary citizens feel when there is danger on their own streets. That's why I'll be supporting the shade registration program from now on. The foundation Ugh, will do you two don't need to hear this. It's all nonsense, anyway. <sighs> she sounds like a twat. I know she means well. What do you mean? I work for Vivian's company. It's, uh, certainly painful to hear this from her. I think this goes to show how little people understand about us. But I, I, I know her heart is in the right place. It's terrifying. I can see why people are so afraid. Why they've started supporting the registration program. But do I think it's the right course of action? Not really. It separates these people unfairly. It all comes down to how it's handled. I do think it would create more opportunities to study people who are veil-touched, and that's vital. Was that okay? That was great. Thanks for sharing your thoughts, Mira. I'm sorry I didn't make it to karaoke. Nonsense! You take care of yourself. A broken rib is a big deal. Besides, we aren't sure if we're gonna go again for a while. The atmosphere is weird. Everyone is tense being out at Echor at night. If anything, with so many alphas on the streets right now, it's safer than ever. 
know. It's kind of that train wreck effect, though, isn't it? It's horrible, but I can't stop looking at it. I've got the TV on mute right now. You know that doesn't help. Stressing yourself out watching it isn't going to help anyone. <sighs> Look at you being sensible for once. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Hey, can I ask you something? Do you think there's any chance this wasn't what they're saying it is? God, I think another one of the victims just died. Oh, shit. The Ember City Shade attacks claim another victim with the loss of Father Gregory Warren. This is so sad. Warren, a pillar of his community, passed away due to complications with his injuries last night. In the days leading up to his death, he received thousands of well wishes from the lives he touched. We go now to a message from Cardinal Ethan Moore, head of the Ecker City Congregation. Now I think I speak for all of us when I say I'm deeply saddened by the events of this last week. Not just for those personally affected by the attacks, God bless them, but for all of humanity. This divide between us. It is not the way God intends for us to live. I would like to openly encourage all shades hiding among us in Ekor City to come out of the shadows and join us at the church. Allow us to lead you to God so that he may save your souls. It's important not to forget that the veil is, as with all things, a gift from God. Remember that God is with you, not beyond you in suffering. All his saints suffered, Christ suffered. You are not alone, for whenever one endures the pain of unjust suffering because of consciousness of God, that is a grace. 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 19 to 21. All operators are busy at this time. Please hold. You've reached the Argo Corporation Public Relations Department. This is Peyton speaking. How may I help you? Hi, I'm calling from the Chronicle. I was hoping to be- Oh, is that Lawrence? Uh, no. Lawrence is away at the moment. I was hoping to speak with someone about the recent attacks on Ecuador City. Preferably someone senior this time. Do you have a referral number? Yeah, it's 033586. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to get a statement all week. It can't wait for a callback. It's pretty important. Hold, please. Sure. Okay, this is good. I've tried eight different departments this week. This is the furthest I've gotten. I'd forgotten what a hellscape these hotlines were. Where is Volta when you need him? Your call is very important to us. Please hold. Augur hasn't even made a public statement yet about the attacks. It's like they're hiding. The only connection I can find between the victims is that at least three of the seven of them are Augur employees. The other three whose names I have weren't, but I have to start somewhere. And as for victim number seven, I have no idea. 
Sebastian Fenn. Yeah, hi. Who have I been put through to? This is Miles Beaumont, head of legal. Oh, great. Are you willing to give me a statement, Mr. Beaumont? About the attacks, or about the possibility of a veil anomaly in Nightfall that same night? Absolutely. Here's a statement for you. You're going to stop calling our switchboard, and you are going to stop harassing our staff. Otherwise, we'll be forced to take legal action. <laughs> what? Is that long enough for your publication, or do you need some more? I have plenty. Uh, excuse me? Did I not make myself clear enough? Or do you need it explained with pictures? I have a press referral number. I'm completely within my rights to call you with questions. We're well aware of who you are, Mr. Fenn. We have security footage of you hassling our front desk just this week. And records of your numerous phone calls badgering our departments over the last few months. Believe me when I say, we have a strong case against you for harassment. Oh, come on. Unless you have a few hundred thousand to spare for a court case. In which case, please do carry on. My October is looking pretty free right now. How about you? <sighs> I'm actually a busy guy, so I can't wait that long. So, we're in agreement. Uh, but seeing as I've got you right now... Do you think you can explain why Augur is using Angelo Volta's name to make radical political statements against Shades Online, all whilst he seems to be completely MIA? Because I'm pretty sure that's a statutory rights violation. Maybe even defamation of character? What makes you think that it's Augur's doing? If it's not, then perhaps you can explain to me why he's been missing since the middle of June. Dr. Volta is away on a business trip. Uh -huh. What he chooses to post on the internet is his own concern alone. I know that's not true. His car has been in my parking lot for nearly two weeks. <sighs> what is it with you corporate assholes and your outright lies? What are you hiding about Volta? Perhaps you've simply gotten it into your head that there is something to hide. It's very easy to talk yourself in circles, especially in stressful times like these. I'm not- Don't call us again, Fen. If you needed him writing, I'd be happy to forward you an official cease and desist and blacklist your name entirely. But, if you'd prefer to avoid that, stop bothering our staff. And maybe take some time to reflect on the fact the real world isn't made up of your conspiratorial fantasies. <sighs> Have a great rest of your day. You have two new messages. Hi, Sebastian. It's Claire Oswell. I'm just calling to say I'm not sure I want to talk again. I want to retract my statement from before. I was very confused. I'd been hit on the head, and it was a very stressful night. I'm sorry, and I hope your investigation works out. Hey, Sebastian. It's Leah Parrish. I'm calling with an update on Volta. I think you might be on to something. Give me a call back when you can. Please. Leah, hey. Come on in. Thanks. I figured it was easier to show you than try to explain on the phone. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, doggies. Oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> you said you had an update on Volta? <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay. It's not anything solid yet, but I've been asking around to see if anyone can tell me where he's gone, and it seems like everyone I speak to is in the same boat as me. 
they've been told he's away. That's it? Bear with me here. I asked MacReady, she's in charge of Alpha, under Volta. I asked if she could pass an urgent message to him. I lied a little, said that Volta had asked me to check in with him as soon as possible for an assignment. What did she say? To leave it with his assistant, Dr. Lamb. When I insisted it had to go straight to him, she told me on the down low that he's on French leave right now. French leave? Does that mean something to you? It means he's AWOL. She doesn't know where he is and it wasn't pre-agreed with the company. So Augur's covering for the fact they don't know where he's gone by posting on his accounts and making it look like nothing's wrong? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's a need-to-know thing, and MacReady doesn't fall into those parameters. I'm probably going to be in trouble for poking around too much, to be honest. Okay. You said you wanted to show me something? Yeah, uh, let me get my map up. <laughs> so cool. That's us, right now. Where was Dr. V's car? Right below us, in the parking lot. Okay, okay, and, uh, finally, where's that theater? The pump house? Uh, further over that way. A little more? There. That's what I thought. I think I'm missing something here. Hang on. Here. This is from the night Volta disappeared. Two teams with Alphas were deployed to this area that night. One near the theater. You can see that dot there. But before that... By the river? Directly south from your apartment building. You think that has something to do with Volta? If he was on foot, he'd be in Nightfall. Claire Oswell was attacked in Nightfall. Wait, Claire said someone came to her rescue. She heard him tell her to run. Watch where they go next. Redfern Plaza, then they totally bypass Augertown straight to Sage Grove. <sighs> Mercy Hospital. Volta is at Mercy Hospital. Oh my god. Angela was victim number seven. The Night Shift Podcast is hosted by Sebastian Fenn, produced in Ecuador City by Nocturne Studios. Want to support the show? Check out patreon.com forward slash nightshiftpodcast for behind the scenes and bonus tapes. If you're enjoying our show, please consider rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you're listening. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow. Additional voices by Sam B. Newen, V. Black, Jenny Higgs, Victor Valdeon, Nancy O'Fallon, Ash Pendragon, Eric Raymond, Kenny Armstrong, Ray Archer, Sasha Alexandra, Doug Nesbitt, Chase R., Ali Nesbitt, Cher Davis, Zena H. Chowdhury, Juwan Royal, Nicole Kelgard, Chantal King, and Peter Wicks. Special thanks to our executive producers, Sophia Johansson, Emily Hogarth, and Katie B. Opening theme by Pastiche.